0: Do you smell what The Rock is cooking?
1: wrestling federation podcast brothers
0: and sisters
1: episode 42 season 2 episode 20 of one tree hill it's lifetime piling kip up for both sides that is one tree hill and the wonderful world of wrestling more specifically world wrestling federation the attitude era and what do we do with the two We combine? No, we do not. Mix? No. Yes. (laughs) Why? Emulsify would have sufficed.
0: I said that last time.
1: But we amalgamate the wonderful worlds of One Tree Hill and World Wrestling Federation or Federtainment. I am Sean Harris,
0: and I am Aaron Kosker,
1: the Ukrainian sensation you didn't Aaron scream it Oscar. this time i oh. did not scream it this time just didn't feel like screaming it this time i gotta get my screams out later gotta save them up i need more Sc- water
0: screams for what
1: oh you'll you'll see you'll see i'm worried <laughs> tree hill wrestling federation podcast coming to you for the 42nd time i really don't know how we've gotten this far uh once we get to 50 consistency you know. consistency is key Uh, That is the biggest thing. And uh, we're still having fun 42 episodes later. We're almost getting to 52, which will be literally one year of doing this podcast. And also our season finale will literally line up the season finale, One Tree Hill and SummerSlam. So once again, not planned, not planned uh that all just he was talking about
0: out. planning it and i was like no i'm not watching two episodes of wrestling to one episode of one tree hill again yeah absolutely fucking not and then he looks at it and he's like it's gonna it, line up, it lines, anyways.
1: up. <laughs> it lines up so it's all good and I'm like, it fuck, all works okay. out it's great this is how it goes a great billy talent song at TreeHillWF.podcast on the Instas and the Ticks and the Talks, and you'll also catch us on every streaming service to listen in on, including... Spotify. Hope so.
0: Apple Podcasts. Pardon? Google Podcast and iHeartRadio.
1: What if people listen to iHeartRadio, but they don't heart radio? Then what is it? Um. Heartbreak radio?
0: <laughs> something. We also have a new uh, web page. You can find our new webpage on our socials. Um, the link is there. And it will take you to, you know, a little thing with all of our links again. Kind of like we had, but it's a little more our style. And there's a little bio about us. Mm. A little about us.
1: Mm. Because you're taking care of business here, babe, on tree hill it's also free versus
0: having to pay for the old one federation (laughs)
1: podcast yes exactly because free there's nothing better the only thing better than good food is free food and the only thing better than a good podcast is a free podcast and that's what you get you don't have to pay a goddamn cent to listen to this podcast truth enjoy it well i guess you kind of have to have a streaming service but you can still even stream it online without paying for anything as well too true yes So it is episode 42, and by our consistency is key, we have to start with the July 14th episode edition of Monday Night Raw. No longer in Canada. It emanates from where? Um. Do you remember? Texas. Yes. Good job. Specifically what city?
0: Uh, San Antonio. That, that
1: Sean Michaels is from That's San Antonio. That's why he was Antonio. there. He was
0: like, hey, "It's my hometown."
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll make an effort. I should
1: probably be there. I mean, my house is probably a block down from the probably. arena. I should probably make an appearance. Seeing that I got my hair pulled out a month ago and I haven't been back since, <laughs> so here he is, post sunny days. Wow, he's back, and right away. We get the Heart Foundation. Not like last week, where they were ironclad in Edmonton. Heart fuckers. <laughs> they were ironclad in Edmonton Oilers jerseys last week, but this week they're out. And unlike Alberta, which is completely rat free, here I'm in down. San Antonio, Texas, there's rats everywhere. And I love animals, specifically hyenas. Rats, tigers and lions And birds And peacocks He's so weird (laughs) Animal lover Brett Hart is here And they're all kind of running down What's going on here at SummerSlam Or as, as Brett likes to call it The SummerSlam Why? Don't know why he adds the the in there As every other member of the Hart Foundation Does not add the It's just Brett. My boob hurts. Good for you. Uh, Why? (laughs) Business, brother. Uh, I'll take care of it later.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Business, brother.
1: Business, brother. I'll take care of it later. This is not the time. (laughs) But each member of the Heart Foundation runs down their opponent for SummerSlam. They're ready to go. And we're making our stipulations here because we know if Brett loses to Undertaker at SummerSlam. And not only that, if he loses, it does not win the world title. He can no longer wrestle on American soil ever again.
0: So that just means that he's gonna fucking win. How
1: do you know that though? You can't know that because you know how wrestling is? You think it's going to go one way? And then it goes the other way where they start doing a he's only there for European and Canadian shows and Asia shows or, you know, some weird, crazy crux that happens and it changes everything. Much like Shawn Michaels just fucking relinquishing his title after losing a smile on a random Thursday, Raw Thursday. You didn't see that one coming. It just fucking happened. So now they pushed this stipulation of never wrestling on American soil again. Maybe he could just be the European Canadian ambassador. So I who says he it. can't do that? Who knows? He
0: doesn't dude? not want to wrestle in the States. That's the thing. Because he makes so much fucking money off of it. The company is American.
1: Yeah. Bro. But he said he can't wrestle on American soil again. Doesn't mean he can't appear.
0: I know. Be a oh, commentator.
1: Maybe be in charge.
0: Fuck that be shit. Be the
1: commissioner. Like, no, Be the president. Like, you soon, but it's Bret Hart. Uh, No, it he has makes to be my matches. grandpa. <laughs> well, one day it's not going to be your grandpa anymore. It's going to be a well, tough Well, because he
0: day. dies, but you
1: know. No, it's not because he dies. He doesn't die for a couple of years, but... He loses power, and we're not that far away from it either. Huh. Grandpa Kosker is not long for this world.
0: Well, I mean... The, Both the, Grandpa the real, yeah, are not long The real for Grandpa this world. Kosker has been gone for 10 years, <laughs> so...
1: And this Grandpa Kosker has been gone for over 20. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, Owen Hart has a package of decks with him ready to get Stone Cold Steve Austin's lift all unchapped because if Austin loses and does not win the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam, he's going to get on his knees, pull his little panties down and kiss his ass. He's going to pucker up and kiss my ass. And that's what Stone Cold has to do. It's funny how Jerry the King Lawler was in a kiss my foot match with Bret Hart and In 1995, but now here we are a couple years later. We have Attitude now, and now it's a possible Kiss My Ass match. Weird. You think uh, the DOA could be in a Kiss My Dick match soon? Because it seems like that's what they do, because they live together. And they make the penises touch together. (laughs) (laughs) British Bulldog just goes off here for some reason and says if he loses to Ken Shamrock at the SummerSlam... He has to eat a can of dog food after the match
0: i mean he (laughs) is the british bulldog i mean
1: he's the british bulldog yes but ew but he's not his poor wife
0: having to yeah diana she's
1: like gonna have to like kiss her poor husband after eating a can that's that's only if shamrock beats him though right who knows maybe bulldog gets the win out of all five of these i mean i
0: would rather Tassel boots get the win so
1: oh me too absolutely uh brian pillman also makes his stipulation he's facing golden chick mcnugget he's facing gold dust and if he loses his match with gold dust he has to wear a dress the next night on monday night raw and not only that it's going to be one of marlena's dresses and he also says that that's not the only thing he of marlena's he's like to get inside of
0: <laughs> Bro, put it away. Oh boy,
1: Brian Pillman is thirsty. Ugh. But fair enough, Marlena. I think a lot of us. Oh yeah, thirsty. she's golden titties. Uh, she's great. Exactly. So I'd be okay with that. uh Funnily enough, all five members of the Heart Foundation will have a match at SummerSlam. Oh wait, no wait. The fucking rainy the big bastard, the fucking Anvil. Fucking Jim the Anvil Nightheart. So they give a promo to Brett. He faces Taker. They give a promo to Owen. He faces Austin. They give a promo to Bulldog. He faces Shamrock. They give a promo to Pillman. He faces Golddust. Give a promo to Anvil. He's like, how do you feel about all the other guys having a match at SummerSlam? <laughs> oh, Anvil's not good enough to have a match at SummerSlam, a singles match. Because he's uh, gassed up off his tits, basically, at all times. Oh, and, boy. And, uh, yeah, he's a... Uh, He's a little worse for the wear. He's uh not in the greatest shape. He's a big thick right you know, but he uh he's not capable of having a singles match at a pay-per-view apparently. But he says that if anybody of the Hart Foundation that have matches loses, he has to shave his beard.
0: That's not that crazy, bro.
1: Not really. But he, that beard of his is is kind of le-
0: Get le- your ass waxed. I mean, he could. That's better. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, ass waxing here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast.
0: Like right down to the hole, bro. <laughs> right down there. Wow.
1: Uh, so, yeah, all four People members. I know four members of the Heart Foundation <laughs> have stipulations for their match at SummerSlam. You
0: know the guy from that other, like the red shirt Backstreet Boys?
1: Oh, Los Periquas? Yeah, oh, the,
0: the one hairy guy. He, Perez? His
1: he, he his can put his ass, hair, he can put his body hair on the line in a match.
0: Legit his ass <laughs> is probably so fucking hairy that they would need like probably 50 wax strips wax tri- per cheek. <laughs> Plus another 10 for the crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> man sweater weather uh Ugh, I just <laughs> miguel perez imagine. that yeah. would be
0: itchy like hair versus imagine how like cuddling that guy
1: body hair versus body uh, hair match but that's the uh, thing if you had a body hair versus body hair match with miguel perez if he lost then the entire rest of the show would involve him getting waxed because it would take that long they would need like 30 filipino women with like 30 strips each to get halfway done more than that to get halfway done his (laughs) body.
0: more than that bro
1: (laughs) oh my goodness brett runs down america saying that our women are better looking our beers better we got tougher sports our money is prettier and to be fair...
0: I mean, our money, like the $100 bills, smells like maple syrup.
1: And our money is prettier. They're <laughs> not just the same color like all American money is. Uh... I feel our sports are tougher because hockey players are probably the toughest uh, athletes in the world. Uh, much tougher than uh, basketball players. Did you hear about the hockey player that died? Yeah, he got his neck cut. He used to play for the Pittsburgh Fuck, Penguins. Yeah, bro. he got cut by a skate and he died. Yeah, it's pretty sad. That's so sad. Adam Johnson or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah he used to play for the Pens. Very, Fuck. very sad. Uh, but yeah, hockey players are the toughest guys in the fucking world. Uh, much tougher than basketball players who uh, miss games for hangnails. Well, meanwhile <laughs> you have guys in the nhl who literally die on the bench and get revived with a machine and want to play the rest of the game you get guys who lose all their teeth in a shift and just come out and play the rest of the game and you also have guys who lose one testicle after a slap shot and want to come and play the rest of the game but no basketball players hang nail, gotta miss a game soccer for that, players dude. yeah that's not really american though america america is like the least popular country for soccer or football i know but
0: still they're pussies they, too. they're a
1: major league absolute uh embellishing pussies but i don't mind the sport and not only that no one ever said a soccer player is ever tough so yeah canadian sports yeah definitely tougher the moneyer is definitely prettier the beer is definitely better unless and you're the women, david
0: beckham david Beckham's unless you're a david soccer Benchel. player
1: he is great But he made his name in Europe, not in
0: America. Yeah, well.
1: Uh, And the women, uh, compared to American women, Canadian women, I don't know. There's a lot of big difference. It depends on where you are, I guess. If you're in Saskatchewan, that that statement would not be true. (laughs) Wow, bro. (laughs) It's okay. I'm not throwing Saskatchewan under the bus. I would never do such a thing. Uh, (laughs) But holy shit, dude. At the end of this promo, Stone Cold Steve Austin, glass shatters, bro. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold Steve Austin is at the top of the ramp, but he's brought some friends with him. He's brought uh, Four Leaf Clover, Ken Shamrock. Prom King. He's brought Prom King, Shawn Michaels, making his triumphant return with a full head of hair we have the what hold on a second brother we gotta leave him for last because he's the main event uh we have del wilkes otherwise known as the patriot we have a new some new fuck some new fuck he has an america mask and america tights and he's the patriot so we have a new character and then We have stupid Sid! I was fucking blown away by this.
0: You were wrong.
1: I thought we had seen the last of Sid. You were wrong. Yeah. That was extra of me, but (laughs) it's true. Uh, I thought we had seen the last of Sid. We even had a prayer here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast for Sid saying sid we held hands we had a little seance a a full seance we have our little stupid psycho ramen noodle mullet Sid shrine in our house and that candle's already out fuck (laughs) because it's a piece of shit
0: no it's not it smells beautiful it's summer sangria
1: yeah well it's not summer and it's not sangria time anymore especially for you dude but fucking we had a whole seance your fault we had a. Eh, it's kind of your fault too uh, <laughs> We had a little summer sangria seance For Psycho Sid And that's a lot of S's dude And yeah I thought he was done for I thought uh, he was uh, not long for this world And here we are I guess his softball team Was in town in Texas And <laughs> fucking Psycho Sid With the S is in town And he's here making an appearance At the top of the ramp What? I'm making sure it doesn't go out. Good for you. Uh, Fucking Psycho Sid's here. I
0: know. I was like screaming almost. I was
1: so stoked that we had at least one more appearance of Sid. Now, I'm going to say again, and we're going to do this once again. We're going to hold hands oh with each other. We're going to have a little Because now you're going to
0: tell me it's his last appearance. And we're going to have a little
1: prayer here for Psycho because I do think this is his last appearance, but did who you knows? Did you
0: Google it before we started I, I recording? I did not,
1: and I wish I did, but I did not. And who knows? <laughs> he could show up again. But as far as I can remember, I was blown away by this, because I forgot this completely happened. I remember the Patriots debut, but I did not remember Psycho reemergence. re-emergence. But... <laughs>
0: Re-emergence. re Interesting. Yes.
1: But uh, I know for a fact he's not involved in any main feuds. I know for a fact I don't think he has any more matches. I don't think he's... He could do another short two-second appearance like he did here. But overall, we're going to say a prayer for our fallen hero, Psycho Sid. <sighs> we hardly knew you. <sighs> I missed that guy already. Okay. <laughs> we got a tag team match between... A father-son combination Uh against another father-son combination.
0: Pervy Fox versus (laughs) Polish Power. You know what this reminded me (laughs) of? Polish Power. You know what this reminded me of?
1: What? The Polish
0: hot dogs from From Costco.
1: Costco. (laughs) Polish Power.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're the best. The Polish wieners are the (laughs) best. Wow.
1: That's what she said, brother. But
0: seriously.
1: Polish power. And not the Costco hot dogs But the fucking Putskys It's Scott Putsky With his dear old dad Ivan Putsky Who serenades the crowd With his floppy body Before the match starts He's literally the king of loose skin But he is the Polish power And he has the Polish hammer And they're up against Jerry the king Yeah and for his... an old
0: man I was like bro you move
1: He killed it man And even back in his prime He was, uh, he was definitely like a big buff, like not a tall guy, but he's stocky as fuck, and he worked out. He fucking swole bro. And it's yeah, Pervy, show King. Me a picture. Uh, Pervy King. I will. Pervy King teaming up with his uh, son that he doesn't want to acknowledge. Uh, Brian Christopher up against the How could he dudes.
0: not? They laugh the same, and it's the most irritating <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you.
1: I should go get a whistle and be Bill Alfonso. No. (laughs) No. Funnily enough. Divorce. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Funnily enough here, uh, the Putzky dudes, uh, Ivan and Scott, they used Ken Shamrock's old music to come out. So Shamrock got rid of his like 90s shitty sitcom music and got his current theme, which is his goaded theme. And uh, Putskys get the uh, (laughs) leftovers of Shamrock's old music. And there uh, Scott was basically in the entire match getting isolated. Finally gets the tag to his dad. Polish fucking power dude. And this is wrinkle swaying power. Those wrinkle wrinkles. Swaying power. Those fucking rolls. Those like sweaty, like roid belly rolls are flopping all over the place. But man, he is going for it. And not only that, he hits the king with the fucking Polish hammer for the one, two three how do you say one two three in polish i don't know i don't know we gotta find that one out though but yes ivan Putski back from the dead with his son scott finally taking out the Pollock hating duo of pervy king and his son too sexy i knew there was a reason i hated Pervy Brian king and his son of course of course uh so yeah it was actually a pretty fun match uh between these four guys because you know jerry the king waller took the pinfall i know <laughs> it's big in your books for that aspect now they're keep trying to interview mankind in the back in the boiler room and he's not saying a word
0: no he's not he's saying silent. anything he's
1: silent he's not even rocking back and forth no, he's not screeching he's, just, like, he's sitting not doing anything
0: contemplating but you can't really see him doing anything. can't like, even see
1: his face or anything no. either it's so dark what are they trying to build because last week Mankind even said, the World Wrestling Federation is never going to be the same. Stone Cold is never going to be the same. And Mankind will never be the same. I guess we'll find out in the main event what he actually means. Paul Bear is backstage. And Kane's alive. And I'm going to prove it. Undertaker. I'm going to prove it next week. His disfigured face. This guy his needs to be hit body. by a train. Kane, the poor young boy, scarred for the rest of his life, disfigured beyond belief! Undertaker, you murdered your parents! Oh my god. You murdered your family, Undertaker! And I'm gonna prove it! Next Monday night. Next Monday. Be I there hate or him be square. so much. <laughs> Holy shit, I marked the fuck out for this next match because not just because Takamichinoku is a part of this match, because I mark out at every Takamichinoku match. And I also have a TikTok ready for Takamichinoku as well. too. But we have a singles match. It's uh, Japanese on Japanese violence. It's j- Japanese strong style. It's Takamichinoku against fucking Tajiri, Yoshihiro Tajiri.
0: Yoshi versus Japanese guy.
1: Yeah, it's the Japanese buzzsaw in his first WWE appearance. Tajiri, before he was the Japanese buzzsaw in WWE, before the Tarantula, and in the entire match, I was dying for the Tarantula, but it did not happen. I guess he wasn't really doing it yet, or he didn't want to pull it out on the WWE stage. But either way, you are right about Taka As much as he flip-flops and flies around, and he's amazing in the ring, I love everything about him, we are on Jock's watch with him because he tends to pull his pants up every five I seconds. I know,
0: like the last three, like this match and the last two he Game had, Sasuke, yeah. he was constantly pulling up because he's got the pants underneath the undies Yeah, yes, and they kept yeah. sliding. Yeah, So he kept trying to yank them up and I'm like, this is like, they need to put, put better waistbands in these things. Fair enough, yeah.
1: Or maybe just his period is not great, but... Uh, if you, if you're just barely over five feet tall and you can hop up from the ring up to the top rope in one fell swoop, I feel like you're onto something. Taka is one of the absolute best workers in the company now, and he is going to be the face of this light heavyweight division going forward. Hmm. Uh, him and Brian Christopher too, maybe clashing heads together. Oh good He can kick the shit Out of that Fucking idiot Wouldn't that be great Wouldn't that be great But
0: then I'd have to See him More
1: True But then you would see him Get his ass kicked by Taka And then you would love Taka Because he beat Jerry the King Lawler's son I just don't
0: want to have to see What if
1: Taka beat Jerry the King Lawler
0: I just don't want to see those fucking <laughs> well, fucking fucks at all. Well,
1: that's unfortunate. Because <laughs> they're characters <sighs> for a long time now. They are permanent. You know
0: how you like. On
1: KHWF.
0: You know how you hated Felix and Anna? Yeah. They're my Felix and Anna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought Brett and Farouk were your Felix and Anna.
0: There's a lot of Felix and Anna's in (laughs) WWF.
1: Honky Tonk Man hasn't been around for a while. Thank fuck. That's nice. Thank fuck. And for the rest of 97, he's here and there. And I think by 98, he's pretty much done. Good. Which is great. But Rockabilly isn't. But again, he has a character change and a good one too. Uh, But yes, we'll get quite a bit of Brian Christopher and his dad going forward. Unfortunately Ew. for you, Felix and Anna are still on the table for a very, very long time. Permanence on THW. Uh, yeah, great Japanese st- strong style match here. Unfortunately, we did get denied the tarantula, but Taka pulled out the michinoku driver, his own creation of a move for the one, two, three, or the ichi ni san in the middle of the ring. Ken Shamrock had a promo backstage. And I'll give you one guess as to what he said.
0: I... This guy's so lame. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's knuckle up time.
0: He's so lame. It's
1: knuckle up time. So that's all he knows how to say on a promo. Challenge. Knuckle up. I'm in my zone. <laughs> Tell me you're Ken Shamrock without telling me you're Ken Shamrock. I'm in the zone. Oh it's knuckle God. up time I'm gonna challenge you That's Ken Shamrock In a nutshell Los barricas As we The aforementioned Miguel Perez With his full The red sweater. shirt
0: Backstreet Boys Cause <laughs> they got the white pants Last time they had white shirts But now they're on, red shirts They were
1: full on Backstreet Boys last week But now they got the red shirt So it's not as much of the Backstreet Boys Going on here uh but boys are better. Miguel oh of course. But uh, Miguel Perez definitely is in full sweater here. He, he and Jose, uh nameless henchman Jose up against the headbangers here. And Cor Fox. Yeah. And they're driving around in their low rider. And uh Mosh and Thrasher, the headbangers, also said uh pre match in a promo. They thought they were wrestling Cheech and Chong, but they're not. They're wrestling Los Losbury- Barriquas. <laughs> uh i love headbangers i feel like they need to run with the tag team titles at some point they're awesome uh it'd be great they can be in a mosh pit with the tag team titles it'd be great i love them i think they're awesome
0: you just know way too much from before a
1: little bit uh but yes you're right about miguel Press here the sweater as we like to call it sweater man or sweater vest uh the sweater literally envelops his entire tank top. Like, you can barely tell it's a red tank top because he is so full of hair. It almost covers the shirt.
0: True. <laughs> There's so, like, ugh. ugh I could Just imagine, like, going to hug that guy oh, God. with his shirt off. God. How itchy that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Yeah. A permanent no. ugly Christmas sweater. Miguel Perez but he gets the win over the Hardcore Fox I guess it's technically the first match for any of the other members of Las Bariquas so they should be getting at least a W on TV and then DOA's in and uh yeah this is just a big Donnie Brook. all the tomfoolery and shenanigans continue they have a huge brawl they go backstage in the brawl and uh, they grab one of DOA's motorcycles and pull it off the back of their lowrider. Uh, meanwhile, during this entire brawl between DOA and Los Pariquas, a car alarm's going off in the background the entire time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: super annoying. And we're only a few weeks into this. And now they have a fucking full on uh, multi man tag team match against each other at SummerSlam DOA versus Los Pariquas. Does anybody care about this right now? No. No.
0: No one gives a flying
1: fuck. You literally had two guys in the Apparently
0: nation. they didn't get along.
1: In the nation. Yeah.
0: In the nation where that we didn't really know. But like, who cares? Yeah. No one fucking cares. It's kind of a fucking
1: waste of TV time, unfortunately. But what isn't a waste of TV time is when signs get on TV, especially ones that say Bret Hart humps cows. Wow. Oh boy, I've been waiting a month to say this. I've been waiting a full month to be able to do this again for the podcast. What? Because Vince McMahon is in the middle of the ring and he's introducing
0: the most most flamboyant. Oh my God. The
1: most charismatic. Mr. Russell the main event, the icon, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn
0: Michaels! I swear the entire time Shawn Michaels is up there, Vince is
1: just hard <laughs> as fuck. He's just creaming his pants because he is a card carrying member of the HBK cream team.
0: Literally. Like he would love, <laughs> I'm sure he would love nothing more than for Brett to fuck off and just have Shawn Michaels be like the head guy.
1: Not gonna say anything.
0: <gasps> what?
1: Unbelievable ride! here for Sh- Shawn michaels coming down the ramp and he's got a promo well, now i'm
0: excited because that sounds like you're saying that bret hart does go fuck off and die and Shawn michaels prom king you know
1: what if both go off
0: fuck no off and
1: die? who knows i know you don't
0: i like prom king
1: <laughs> i like him too
0: he cute sure he got the booty
1: right exactly he likes to get it out in every match he's in
0: <laughs> everyone cheers when they see it.
1: exactly
0: it just goes around the arena as he turns around
1: exactly totally.
0: that'd be me too i'd be like oh, oh yeah. hell yeah right? i'd be like trying to shoot like smarties or something
1: yeah <laughs> Smarty Marty Gennetti. Uh, Shawn Michaels got a promo here And he's saying his old buddy Brett Because uh, you know who makes the real decisions around here And he looks straight at Vince McMahon <laughs> And Vince is just laughing his ass off Totally allowing Shawn Michaels to break the fourth wall here And acknowledge, acknowledge him as the owner and ruler of the world Not Psycho said of the WWE And... Yeah, he gets on his hands and knees, and he begs, begs Vince to let him be a part of SummerSlam. He'll he'll do anything. He'll set up the ring. He'll run the souvenir stand. He'll
0: sell tickets. He'll
1: sell tickets. He'll even shine Vince's shoes. <laughs> Just let me be a part of SummerSlam. How will Shawn Michaels be involved at SummerSlam?
0: Can he beat the shit out of Brett?
1: Now, you said something while we were watching this episode of Monday Night Raw that I had to be quiet about, but now what? I'm going to come say that I don't understand. A, I have two schools of thoughts on this, okay? What? I'm going to fucking shooting here, brother. Give me a second, okay? So, I'm while so this confused. was happening, he needed to do something at SummerSlam, and you said, hey, maybe he'll be the special guest referee for Brett and Taker. Am
0: I right?
1: Now... Two schools of thought, okay? It's either you fucking looked up spoilers.
0: I did not look up spoilers. I can
1: guarantee How the fuck would you know that fucking Shawn Michaels is the referee for this match? Or by hook or by crook, some fucking way you actually... Guessed correctly I guessed that correctly that Shawn Michaels is going to be the referee for this what? match at SummerSlam, okay? And I will say with 100% accuracy that Shawn Michaels is going to be the special guest referee for Bret and Taker at SummerSlam. That is so you, exciting. You <gasps> said that, and I was like, how the fuck do you know that? I was how like, many things have I called? Yeah, you've called some things. But that one is so far and above out of like, how would you ever think that they would even have a special guest referee? Whether it Well, because w- that
0: other guy was a special guest referee. What
1: other guy? This was like a few weeks ago. Pat Patterson. Yeah. yeah sure. But like, come on, dude. <laughs> You did not just. Oh, I Googled SummerSlam 97 no, just, I did to, not. just to take a look. Oh, Shawn Michaels was a special guest referee.
0: I uh, swear I have not Googled that. You swear at all. on
1: our unborn little <laughs> yes. brother of Flynn that you did not I, check spoilers?
0: One million percent guarantee I did not check spoilers at all for
1: this doubtful uh no
0: like (laughs) legit because i was gonna say either guest referee or like commentator but they do the commentator thing a lot so i thought like especially because it is breton undertaker take it a step further and The guest referee
1: And I can't remember if it's the next week Or the week after they do announce that Sean's Going to be the referee so that is a spoiler That you guessed correctly and we will Get to that in the next couple weeks But that's the thing what a monkey Wrench in all this like I said Oh you say, "Oh, of course, Brett's gonna win because he has to wrestle on American." Soul. Well, guess what? His fucking arch nemesis, his biggest enemy in real life and on screen, is going to and be. And I totally the special forgot that I said
0: that he would because I just said that out of left field. Honestly, that was not at all something really? that I was like wow. thinking would actually happen.
1: <laughs> it happens.
0: Well, now that changes my whole opinion.
1: Sean's the guest referee. How in what world would he ever count a one, two, three for Bret Hart? But the thing he's is, he's
0: gonna count it so slow.
1: One, but because of the he- <laughs> two, slower than Earl
0: Hebner.
1: <laughs> oh, he kicked out. Oh!
0: <laughs> We're good. <laughs>
1: Well, he would have got a 10 count from Mike Chioda, but he's only getting a two and a half from Shawn Michaels. But the thing is, if he is the special guest referee, which now we know he is uh, because of spoilers, dude. But that's the thing. Is Vince going to be like, well, I know you hate Brett, so you can't just not count for Brett. You got to be impartial. So will Vince say, well, guess what? You're fired if you don't be impartial in this match. Because they can't just let Sean be the ref and be like, well, he's just going to do whatever he wants. He's the law. He's just going to fuck over Brett. Fuck. Vince is just going to say, you can't fucking do that. That's not fair. So he's going to have to be an impartial referee, no matter how much he hates Bret Hart. Huh. So many angles coming in. I don't like this. Can Brett beat Taker? You
0: could have just left me in the dark about that. that you would have found right.
1: out another week later, a week or two later, you would have found out anyway. So I may as well just <sighs> give a little spoiler just because, once again, fucking the Ukrainian sensation. <gasps> Oscar correctly predicted. There's
0: probably so many people that are like, oh my God, this bitch 100% cheats and looks things up correctly. I do not
1: predicts another wrestling spoiler from the Attitude Era. God, I just
0: I'm just brilliant is all it is.
1: (laughs) Apparently. Uh, Yeah. And then we get and I uh, don't
0: know anyone that's as nerdy about wrestling as you are. Like, I mean my friends legit. are but
1: they're definitely not as nerdy as I am about wrestling.
0: And it's not like I text Justin and be like, "Yo, give me the spoilers, dude. Give me the deets." <laughs> Honestly
1: it's- though, he, he he just might. <laughs> <gasps>
0: But that's the thing
1: Like But it's so easy To look up spoilers You literally go on your phone And you just be like Type in Summer S And you know Come up Summer Slam 97 well, And all now takes, I want to so I you won't Don't you fucking dare dude I won't But I'm saying spoilers Are so fucking easy I The only easily, thing that
0: I look up Is One Tree Hill shit Yeah Just to verify like What's going on In the next episode But I, could so so I can So easily like,
1: Just type in One Tree Hill Season 2 Whatever episode And tell me exactly what yeah, happened I but i don't do that because i appreciate the anticipation i appreciate being shocked and i love watching it raw for the first time and i
0: wish i was watching it raw for the first time. oh yeah
1: i am jealous of our uh my daughter layla right now because she gets to watch breaking bad in full for the first time i am jelly although she's kind of like Meh. jelly but there's some character building you just got to get through it and then it's amazing Forever and always But that's a different show brother This is Monday Night Raw And we got fucking Jim the Anvil Nightheart Because he doesn't have a SummerSlam match fucker (laughs) Big fucking manio Up against Ken Shamrock And it's not much of a match And we now understand why Jim the Anvil is no uh, No force to be reckoned with And there's a reason why he doesn't have a match At SummerSlam Because he fucking sucks (laughs) So And he loses to a standing sleeper He uh, Yeah He's lame. but uh, Bulldog's in to help take out Shamrock with Anvil. But then the Patriot comes in and saves the day. Here we are. is the fucking Patriot. American hero, Del Wilkes. The Man. Patriot. Yes. And yeah, we get another clue for the million dollar giveaway. The casket full of money at SummerSlam. Clue number three is life. And you can send us your guess. And your address and in your info by snail mail. <laughs> Good old snail mail. No Amazon yet, brother. We had the new Blackjacks or the blowjob, the blowjob bros, bros, and they're taking on fucking
0: spiky dino bros. Oh, some bros. Yes. There's some bros in here.
1: Yeah, we got some blowjob bros and we got spiky dino bros. We got the Legion of Doom against the new Blackjacks. Oh well, N- just kidding. LOL, Jk, uh, it's not happening. Because LOD, for some reason, take off their fucking shoulders, spiky shoulder pads they at the top of the They never do ramp. it at the top. They so I was like, something's
0: fucking ring. up. Exactly.
1: They come to the ring with those things on all the time and they do their poses, but they're at the top of the ramp this time. They take their spikes off. Why are they doing that? Because they're getting fucking bum rushed from behind by... Ick. Yes. The Godwins.
0: The fucking hillbilly fucks. Hillbilly fucks. Hillbilly
1: fucks. With the new attitude... And they got steel chairs, and they're fucking slop-dropping Hawk on the Ugh. fucking ramp. And Hawk's busted open, too. He's worse for the wear here. They do a little number on uh, Spiky Dino Bros here. Mm-hmm. Shit. Man, they're not looking so fucking tough now, hey? They're not exactly the road warriors of old, unfortunately. And we go to another squash match. We got Flash Funk. <laughs> Another jobber entrance for Flash. I don't even know why. Why is he still here? He's here. I don't know why.
0: Wasn't he going to fucking team up with The Rock?
1: Yeah. And then The Rock got injured. Rocky Maivy is out for who knows how long.
0: This guy's just lame. He really is. When does he go die? Uh...
1: Not for a while, but he's not on TV much. And if he is on TV in this capacity, he's getting his ass kicked. So it's not so bad. Good, yes. And Vader does exactly that, not and so he dark. wins with a power bomb. Doesn't even use the Vader bomb. I mean, he hits him with the Vader bomb post match, but he doesn't use the Vader bomb <laughs> to win the match. He wins with the power bomb. And then we have. Our main event of the evening the winners of the tag team tournament, Owen and Bulldog, Battle Boots, and Cutie
0: Patootie.
1: And they're up against the solo tag team champion, Stone, cowl Steve, Austin. But then his partner.
0: So here's the thing all those guys came out at the beginning. Yeah. Last episode, he told mankind to go fuck himself, basically. Yeah,
1: that long-haired freak, you suck, and yeah. you're never going to be my partner, okay. So
0: you're, like, sitting there thinking, who's going to come out? Is it going to be Shawn Michaels?
1: No, Shawn Michaels.
0: Is it going to be stupid Sid? I no was low-key hoping for oh, stupid Sid. you imagine a Sid that would and would <laughs> Yeah,
1: That would be pretty great. <laughs> and like and no Four him. Leaf
0: Clover, he already had like a match. No
1: Patriot even? No. Nobody. No Nobody one. came out to help Stone Cold. He's wrestling this entire match by himself. And although he's the toughest S.O.B. I ever saw, damn it. Uh, he's not tough enough You're to
0: fighting tassel boots. That
1: guy's fucking like bad enough. As he it could is. take
0: off, take up like with his, just his shoulders, our, our entire, entire fucking kitchen doorway. Yeah, exactly. Bruh. Yeah. Like he's huge.
1: And so uh, as if that's not bad enough, now Bulldog is completely able to tag in Owen whenever he wants and they oh, can yeah. fucking Dr. Bitch distraction fucking the referee as much as they want. And fucking Austin's all alone in a handicap match, basically defending his tag team titles. So he does not have a partner until closer to the commercial break in the match. And you hear a.
0: And you see these boots kind of strut like,
1: like stomp into the beat. Yeah. And apparently walking towards the ring in their white boots with like blue pants blue pants and yeah so we come back from the commercial break and still nothing's happened again and all we hear is the music what is it what what's going on here and we look at the Tron and we see who do we see
0: it's literally fucking mankind but he's a fucking hippie <laughs> hippie mankind and like come on bro like it's dude love. I get it. But like, bro, <laughs> this is the 90s. It is. You're stuck in the 70s.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. When he was like coming so up funny. and like a young kid and wanting to be like the sexy like chick magnet wrestler guy, it was the late 70s, early That's
0: 80s, hilarious, right? though. I was like
1: dying the
0: whole time because it was, because it was great. so funny. Yep. I was not expecting that.
1: I know. That's the thing is because like mankind will never be the same again. No, he's not going to be the same. He's, he's not even going to be mankind. Thing. He's got the mandible claw, but we don't call it the mandible claw anymore. It's called the love handle. <laughs> because he's dude love. That's The right. love handle? The love handle. Wow. Oh, oh. I just I need the full promo there. It's pretty great, but <laughs> he goes along the lines of, "Ah, oh, Steve, I see you're down in the dumps here, and I'm ready to come save you because I'm ready to be your partner." Oh, have mercy! And, he co- and here's the music. Oh my god. fucking dude love dude <laughs> dude hippie
0: man dude
1: hippie mankind or he's dude.
0: not icky mankind he's hippie, hippie mankind, mankind.
1: <laughs> and he is one with the ladies he is the chick magnet all the women want to be with him and all the men want to be him and he is in this tag team title match with stone cold Austin hits the fucking stunner on Bulldog. It's
0: so funny, though. So the entire rest of this match and afterwards, Mm -hmm. he's just looking at him like, what the fuck? What
1: the fuck is going on here? And so while Owens, John with the ref, Austin hits Bulldog with the stunner. And icky, no longer icky mankind, hippie hippie mankind mankind with the one, two, three in the middle. Owen could not break it up fast enough. And we have tag team champions. Kind of new, kind of not. But it is Stone Cold Steve Austin tag team champs with dude love. Literally. Dude love.
0: We gotta find a picture of just Stone Cold's face. Oh,
1: it's the best. He's like, (laughs) it's so perfect. It is so perfect. What? Basically, ranks up there with like when he was in the Royal Rumble by himself, and Bret Hart came out in the Royal Rumble, and he's. <laughs> yeah that face was great oh, was so but funny. Austin's face with do love came out was like the absolute best that, that was, was so that funny. was something else and uh, what a moment here uh Mick Foley bringing in a new persona uh like I said they're they're turning him face they're giving him some sympathy they're changing it up with Mick Foley not only that, they changing up so much the guy who jumped off the fucking roof On a videotape A shittily made home video Where he was do love And he was a WWF champion He wanted to be Shawn Michaels Uh, Yeah he's here And he's actually a character And he's the fucking guy And he's a tag team champ with fucking Stone Cold But that's the thing He may be do love this week What if he just goes back to mankind What if he goes back and forth between characters
0: No I like hippie mankind
1: Who knows But holy shit, Uh, and that's uh, the end of the show where a couple, uh, uh, what do you call it, Uh, hippie hippie groupies here do love groupies rush the ring and jump all over. (laughs) He's a sex icon, damn it.
0: Well, and then Stone Cold like <laughs> looks at him like respect. Bro. He's like, "Hey,
1: respect, hey, respect, bro!" And he gives him his <laughs> title of the belt, girls. Yeah. and he gives him the title belt, and he shakes his hand, and away we go. And uh, I'll have to do a TikTok of me doing the Do Love dance because he has his little Do Love dance. Oh my god! His little shake, rattle, and roll, whatever he does, and it uh, was very popular back in the day. And he does it quite well. So uh, yeah, we got Do Love here, bro, on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast, and I'm so excited. Um, yeah Fucking do love It's so great But I had a VHS back in the day Of Mick Foley Okay Okay. And you know what this VHS was called? What? Three Faces of Foley Three Faces
0: Don't give Like this is like No Don't do this to me right now
1: Three Faces of Foley what do you think of this episode? It's pretty great, I must say. Okay, for the do love aspect alone,
0: four point
1: two. Wow, damn, man, we're we're inching back. We're almost right back to. It's because of
0: hippie mankind. That was the like most mind blowing thing. Yeah, and also we had. Shawn Michaels
1: And Shawn Michaels And Sid And Sid For two seconds But uh it's still Yeah and Austin was all over it And we got fucking Sweater Man And we have Oh I don't care about Sweater Man <laughs> And we got Takamichi And Tajiri And oh it's just good shit uh, Great episode of Monday Night Raw I absolutely loved it And we only got a couple more And it's time for You know what
0: <sighs> yep. Oh
1: you know what
0: Season finale
1: Season finale And it lines up with SummerSlam Just nice Two episodes of Raw left Before SummerSlam And after this episode of Tree Hill Two more episodes And then we hit the season finale of season 2 One Tree Hill And that's what we need to talk about dude But first I need some water And yeah I got some water And I jammed out some Some Do Love theme music And some fucking Takamichinoku music who was one of the greatest themes of all time And now we are Landed on Episode 20 of season two, Lifetime Piling Up of One Tree Hill.
0: Yes, this episode was, uh...
1: Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting.
0: So the episode starts with Nathan's in surgery. And then it kind of like transitions to this weird, what would have happened if Dan had married Karen oh. instead of Deb?
1: Yeah. So it's like a fucking Coleman dream episode.
0: Yeah, it literally is. So this is Nathan's dream. Karen is the busy ass businesswoman. Lucas, like in the dream. And at first you kind of think this is what like real is because Lucas is living at Dan and Deb's house. Yeah. So he gets up. And goes downstairs to the kitchen, and Karen's there, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and in a Dan's house, in Dan's there, and like, what the hell is going on? Just kind of weird right off the hop, right?
1: Yeah, but it's funny because like Karen's the go go getter businesswoman, like fucking snaky, crazy businesswoman and Dan's the booze hound. Yeah. So he's he's the new dev I guess. He's the booze hound, the pill popper, whatever you want. Oh man. Right?
0: And Nathan Is with the Rivercourt crew
1: Yeah Nathan's the Rivercourt guy And Lucas is like Captain Star Of the varsity High school basketball Team Which is
0: funny Because Chad Michael Murray Could not shoot a basket To save his life At all When he first But so
1: After all of this We understand that Lucas Is dating Peyton Instead of Nathan At the beginning of this So Lucas is the heel He's the asshole He's like Why do you play this Stupid fucking Lame music Peyton Like this is bullshit nathan wears the fucking gray sweater and bounces it across the bridge which
0: (laughs) don't you think it's so funny that like you see lucas playing the asshole in this and you're like this is just weird but
1: honestly is a little weird but i felt he played it pretty well
0: the thing is is in a lot of shows so he was supposed to play nathan right In the show, they wanted Chad to play Nathan. They wanted him to be the asshole because he was the asshole in Dawson's Creek. He was the, the asshole in Gilmore Girls. He was the asshole in a lot of shit. So. He was like, no, no, no. I want to play. I want to be a baby face. I want to play a nice character. Like, but that's funny more because, who I am.
1: You know, they kind of stuck him with this baby face character, but all his actions are just fucking heelish antics. He's I a know. piece of shit. I know. <laughs> right? So all the heelish antics like reared his ugly head. He's actually kind of a heel. But now he's like full blown. I admit I'm a fucking heel in this episode. He's an asshole. Yeah. But it's pretty fucking hilarious. But. Out of all of this, we just keep getting more and more information about how things have been different if all this actually went down. We also get that, uh, you know, Lucas drives a nice car because dad, not his dad, his fucking uncle, Keith, Keith runs Scott Keith Motors. Scott Motors.
0: He almost hits Nathan yeah. with Peyton in the car with him. It was such a, it's basically episode one.
1: yeah. But roll reversal, yeah, like double turns galore. It's like Brett and Stone Cold, but it's just fucking crazy, <laughs> so wild. dude. So. Keith has the fucking cardboard cutout.
0: And Dan works for Keith (laughs) as well as being an assistant coach.
1: To Whitey. So, one thing that didn't change is that Whitey and Dan still hate each other.
0: Literally, they still hate each
1: other. (laughs) But everything else is topsy turvy, like completely ass backwards, bizarro world. (laughs) Everything's different.
0: And here's the thing, too Karen's Cafe isn't Karen's Cafe, it's It's Deb's Deb's Den. Den. And Haley.
1: Deb's a single mom.
0: Works there and is just friends with Nathan. Right. But then Deb oh. makes a comment like yeah. you two are meant to be together. Right? So
1: she's like the Karen in all of this. Yeah. She's the single mom who like has taken Haley in as her own who's best friends with Nathan oh man but does that mean that down the line like Haley would be interested in luke
0: <laughs> it's so weird oh. so then they come up with this thing it's gonna be nathan versus luke
1: again the river court battle but roles reversed but, like
0: totally reversed oh my god brooke wants nathan
1: <laughs> or at least Nathan's Shh. dream brook Nathan. Yeah.
0: She goes into the change room <laughs> with a towel on and she like he's in the shower and she's like, Ooh. Yeah. I get why your shoe size is a fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. And uh But it's hilarious that in the, the actual towel fr- dropped in the
1: actual first episode, uh uh what does Lucas say on the court to Peyton while she's cheerleading? She's like, know what he like, say to her?
0: Or it was, he said it later yeah. on, like in or the first season though, yeah. Yeah. but like, oh, I totally get why you broke up with Nathan. I saw him in the shower. It. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's pretty hilarious how they do this whole topsy turvy thing. Um, but yes, uh, Dan still has heat with Whitey, which is hilarious because that's the one thing that does not change out of all of this.
0: The bracelet, the, the bracelet from the still happens, box.
1: but it doesn't have the same meaning as it's it actually as friends. does. Friends, friendship bracelet. Oh, my first real friendship bracelet.
0: It's so funny, like <laughs> this episode. And hilarious. I mean, we're going through it so fast because obviously, season well, we're like,
1: establishing literally all of the crazy shit that's going on. Episode,
0: in this episode. one, basically,
1: is we this know what episode. happened. Yeah, we know exactly what happened in episode one, but literally, this is episode one. But just the exact opposite. It's like if you looked in a mirror, of uh, episode one looked in a mirror, and this is what it would be. It's kind of wild. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's nuts.
0: Nathan it's... and Lucas are at the River Court, and there's a little.
1: So is fucking Lucas gonna spray paint NWL in the fucking uh, River Court oh basketball? My God.
0: <laughs> uh, and here's the biggest thing. Yeah. Karen oh. is sleeping with, with Keith. Keith. So she's cheating on Dan. Because
1: they're like the two like work a day fucking crazy business people. Yeah. And so now she's cheating on Dan with Keith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my but
0: God. But seems to be a consistent thing.
1: Mine's just fucking mind blown, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And so Haley also talks about how she wants to be a singer, but Nathan tells her she's (laughs) toe-deaf and she can't sing. Oh,
0: it's so funny. (laughs) Tim is still dim as fuck. Yeah,
1: Tim's still dim, but he's just best friends with Lucas this time around, which is weird as fuck. So weird. I don't even, yeah, I don't even get what's going on. It's it's pretty fucking hilarious. But he tries to... uh, convince Lucas to seduce Tudor girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Lucas is like, uh, no. And <laughs> so, okay, so I was
1: wrong earlier. I said Dan and Whitey still hate each other. That's the only thing the same. No, Tim's still a fucking idiot. So You know what else is that still, that still the exists. same? What's that? people still driving <laughs> on the fucking river car you <laughs> sons of bitches but it's not groundskeeper willie this time it's groundskeeper billy because wow. <laughs> it's got to be different it's fucking uh the mirrored version of episode one so now groundskeeper billy poor guy but everybody's still driving on the fucking grass and not thinking about this poor poor man and his ability to maintain a nice clean lawn Oh, You're shit, so extra. So so they do the fucking kidnap angle. Uh yeah. <laughs> because it's this is big game at the river court. Still a Dodge night.
0: Grand Caravan.
1: Yeah, still a Dodge Grand Caravan. But this time, uh Nathan is walking out of Dev's den after talking with uh Haley saying, Hey, you better watch it. Uh, Lucas is planning something with his buddies. And Because in-
0: Peyton told Haley. Exactly.
1: But originally it was Haley is supposed to see a movie with Lucas They're going to see Deliverance With Burt Reynolds But it, uh, it's a legendary movie uh, But it didn't happen He got kidnapped so now he's leaving he's thinking, Ah, He's not going to do anything He gets fucking kidnapped brought to the fucking Swamp gun to his head they got the samurai sword lucas tim and his buddies got the samurai sword they got a choppy choppy oh fucking nathan's pee pee just like fucking nathan did the lucas in the uh, first season <laughs> oh my god in the dodge grand caravan Peyton's still a fucking doormat but just this time for lucas
0: she's so over it and yeah. she dumps him
1: yeah so would she paint like a big easel, uh just black, and just say it's called love, but just for <laughs> Lucas? <laughs> does, oh. does that mean Lucas gets a nipple ring?
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, right? that would make sense. thought I
1: had a son, not a daughter.
0: Right? <laughs> or he said if I wanted a, doctor, I, or a daughter, I would adopt one. Yeah, wow.
1: That's hilarious. And so...
0: I couldn't English there, and I apologize. Oh, man. I'm distracted by the baby kicking yes. like crazy right exactly. now. Exactly.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Then there's a fight at the River Court. So they finally
1: get to the River Court, and so... Um, Obviously,
0: Nathan's not there yet, because... He, was dumped. he got
1: dumped off at the fucking swamp. Yeah. But Peyton knew where he was going to be. So now they're trying to push like this possible chemistry between Nathan and Peyton uh, instead of Nathan and Lucas from the Ridge. So she goes and picks him up in... Oh, is it in the car that her dad died, not her mom died in, oh picking her up God. from school? <laughs> oh, my God. That's
0: not reversed, bro. It's oh. just Nathan and Lucas. Wow. And the whole Deb and Dan and Karen and...
1: Everything's (laughs) fucking fucked up here. It's insane.
0: It's just the Scott family that's all fuckery right now. But yeah, we
1: don't know where Nathan is. He's at the fucking swamp and Peyton's picking him up trying to get him there on time. But in the meantime, there's a fucking Pier 6 brawl at Donnybrook at the River Court. Skills goes after fucking Lucas... Uh, amazingly enough, and they start scrap. The the straight right hand by skills, skills here, god damn it! By God, skills dropping, lucas at straight right hand. You're so extra, bro. Gotta bring it, bro. Just gotta do it. And uh yeah, there's just fucking. Uh, a car wreck here just another (laughs) car accident on tree hill wrestling federation podcast look at the carnage king and uh peyton picks up nathan and he makes it somehow on time to this fucking barely on time but it was originally gonna be 4v4 Mm -hmm. and nathan gets there it says no it's gonna be one-on-one bro
0: yeah and he wins well
1: It's exactly like the the pilot, where it's Nathan versus Lucas, Mm -hmm. but now Nathan is the Rivercourt underdog, and Lucas is the varsity athlete, got the cheerleaders backing Mr. Popular, and he ends up losing, because Nathan uh, says he's going to get the last basket for his mom. Yeah. (laughs) Dev.
0: It's so funny though. So Nathan wins, and everyone's going up and like congratulating him. Yeah, and like it's it's weird because eventually, like Haley congratulates him and like says something. Yep. And Lucas congratulates him and says like, "Come back to us or something." You're gonna go to
1: high flyers. You deserve it.
0: Come back to us. Come back to us. And then all of a sudden. The river court's empty. It's just Nathan. And Nathan's like, Haley? Like, what? Like, calling for her? Where's Haley? And then he wakes up from his little coma. Or, like, he was just sleeping because he had surgery. And he wakes up and he's calling for Haley and yeah
1: another yeah. similarity from the pilot is uh there's still no two point win rule on this pickup game between Lucas and Nathan oh my god! they only won by one point <laughs>
0: <Nathan> <laughs> but yeah he wakes up and he said like says he's sorry to his mom yeah he's feels bad that he's put her in this situation where you know he kind of left her abandoned with Dan yeah who's a piece of shit yep. Um, Brooke is still like looking at these receipts, like pulling up and building this on a board where she's got these little elastic bands and she's like, there's a receipt for a car, but why would, like, why would someone shred this?
1: Unfortunately, we get the fucking end of episode montage.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's obvious. Deb is going to rehab checking herself in dan's dropping her off and he says i'll be here when you get
1: out yeah i'll be here when you get out fucking karen and whitey are together and uh, they're at the hospital where nathan is and they can't find keith anywhere they don't know where he is they don't know what he's doing he's not part of keith scott motors apparently (laughs) (laughs) and he's gone man he's a dot he's out of there and then uh in the hospital bed Fucking Nathan gets on the phone. Well, the
0: girls are all there, oh. like Peyton and Brooke, yeah. yeah, and they're visiting him, and he's like, oh, you wanted me. You guys yeah. want me.
1: You guys want me. You know that, right? Because of the dream. In your dreams. Yeah, in and my he's dreams.
0: And like, and I literally asked you right before we started recording this, too, like, do you think Brooke and Nathan ever? Never. Never?
1: Huh? Never. Not going to happen not gonna happen yeah no sorry uh but yeah and then after everybody leaves he's all by himself he picks up the phone he calls fucking Haley while she's on tour
0: actually no she was going to jump on a plane oh yeah she was getting in line to get her ticket to jump on the plane to go home
1: and then he says fucking uh did she get off the did she get off the plane did she get off the plane and then fucking rachel green's right at the fucking hospital door saying i got off the plane Oh, wait, that's oh a different show. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, he tells her, like, don't come home.
1: He says, don't come home. Don't
0: come home. You're living your dream right now. Yep. Do what you gotta do.
1: So now he's maybe seeing a little more clearly after all this shit that's gone down. And he's finally realizing that, you know what? She's gonna come back eventually and maybe we can work things out. But do you think it'll be that easy for him to be able to work things out? It'll be hard, but I think uh, eventually they'll be able to because they do love each other. Yeah. Hard to say. And that, my friends, was the fastest review of a One Tree Hill episode That's the thing. ever. It's
0: basically copy paste, <laughs> yeah. but like just use some whiteout and change a few change key the points. Change the name.
1: Let's change it. Let's give you the exact same episode, but let's just change the names.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's but, so like, weird. Like, what was your reaction, like, watching this episode well, the whole the time? The first thing
1: that I saw when I saw Karen living in Dan's house, I'm like, what the fuck? But it didn't even take me until, like, a little while in, maybe a 10, 15-minute mark where I was just like, oh, this is actually Nathan's dream. This isn't just, like, some random, like, role reversal episode for shits and gigs, or shiggles, as I like shiggles. to say. Uh, this is literally Nathan's surgery dream here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's fucking wild it comes at you. I thought it was great, honestly. It, it's cool to see these characters in different lights. Lucas as, like, an admitted Full scale heel as Dan's son And Dan the fucking booze hound loser Like Keith is <laughs> And Keith being like the fucking Powerful fucking business owner Karen being a powerful businesswoman And Deb although being a businesswoman Being a struggling single mother with her son. who,
0: So obviously with Deb being with Dan um Deb like she has money and stuff. That's the reason Dan has a fucking dealership. Like, yeah. it's Deb's money. Yeah. So the thing is, is Deb, now that she's in this episode, a single mom, apparently her parents, like, she doesn't have money other than like having her cafe or her little Deb's den. Yeah. Because her parents basically wrote her off because she was a single mom. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible.
1: Fuck it. Wow. Ouch. Unreal. So yeah, this is uh, This threw me for a loop This episode, but it was very enjoyable And I shall give it a Dollar sign, 4.19
0: Literally Back point in the fours. Zero 0.01 below what I gave
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. The wrestling episode You gave it a 4.20 420,
0: bro Yeah,
1: bro uh, Yeah, and I gave this a 4.19 So wrestling was better by 0.1 0.01 point zero one wow that's a hella close rating for both I shows know. we're on the pretty uh, same wavelength here on both shows they're both getting real good by the end of their second seasons even though wrestling doesn't have seasons but uh, either way uh, yeah, it's gonna we're all, splitting it up that way just it's all gonna line shiggles. up yeah exactly and I'm glad you used that word too uh, <laughs> it's all lining up I refuse
0: up. to use the other word
1: You've said it enough times. You know it. What word What word are you talking about? The A word. What's that?
0: I'm not telling you. Why not? The one not that, I don't even know what you're talking the about. The one that means combined or emulsify. What? What is it? I I'm don't know what it is. It. <sighs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Amalgamate, brother? Not eh. saying it. Well, they amalgamated the double turn that Stone Cold and Brett had at WrestleMania 13 all over this episode. So amalgamate, brother. That's what we're doing here on Tree Hill Wrestling hmm. Federation podcast. We're an hour and 11 in. We got nothing else to talk about.
0: Yeah, like, what the fuck? This How's is going, going on, dude? the fastest episode ever.
1: Holy shit, this is quick, man. Oh, We got 20 more minutes to burn. <laughs> wow. What do you want to talk about, brother? I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> Fantasy football? No. Uh, you Okay, I do have one question for you, wrestling related. Uh, out of these four guys in the Heart Foundation that are having a match at SummerSlam, so Brett Taker, Austin Owen, Pillman, Gold Dust, Bulldog, Shamrock, uh, which ones are gonna win? Which ones will actually get the W?
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Are they all gonna win? Are they all gonna lose? Some win, some lose. How's it gonna go for the heart? Tassel Foundation? boots. Tassel boots gets the win. Okay, because
0: four leaf clover is lame.
1: He seemed to be pushing him pretty hard.
0: Yeah, but he's still he's lame as
1: fuck. Like, come on, guys. Come on. Okay, so you got to do boot. better. Tassel yeah. boots. <laughs> you got is tassel boots for the dove. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. Who else was with who?
1: Owen oh, and in Austin.
0: Mm.
1: Austin. Yeah, okay. Uh, we got uh, Pillman and Gold Dust. Goldust.
0: Mm, that's a toss-up. Yeah,
1: right? That's a toss-up. I mean, one. Pillman wears a dress if he loses, so.
0: <laughs> I feel like because of the comment that he made towards, like, Golden Titties. Yeah. Chicken McNugget's gonna, like, fucking be like, no, bro. Right.
1: Don't make comments about my wife like that. Okay, so you think Goldust's gonna win? Yeah. Okay. And then you got, uh, and Taker with Shawn Michaels as the (laughs) guest referee. This is
0: so complicated now. There's
1: so much there, man. So many things going on.
0: Uh. Honestly. Now that I know, well... 'Cause that's the thing. Undertaker could still win and have it not be that Sean is slow counting or anything. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Undertaker. And I go Undertaker. With so Brett, does it wrestle on America's soil again?
0: I don't know. I'm so confused. Oh.
1: I mean, that's the thing. There's another uh, layer to this is that, yeah, maybe if he loses, then he can't wrestle on American soil. What if he has another match down the road, where it's like, oh, if you win this match, you can wrestle on American soil again, like a week later or two weeks oh, later, a month off. later. They could do that as well, too. <sighs> this There's guy just so needs much. to go away. <laughs> In due time. In due time. Uh, And not the way you might think Uh, Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast uh, We will have a bonus episode uh, Eventually down the line And you don't even know what that is yet But we will eventually get to that point It's going to be a hella moment Uh, Basically what turned the wrestling world Completely upside down in 1997 And we have a certain documentary to watch After said moment happens In the world of wrestling Yes something happens in 97 and you're like holy shit everything's different this is fucking wild
0: yep don't scare me like that
1: and we'll eventually get to it it's a little ways away still but we'll get there don't scare me like that (laughs) but it could be for the better could be for the worse, though too don't scare me who knows i'm sean harris
0: and i am aaron kosker
1: And uh, we've been to Calgary and Edmonton for wrestling. We've been all over the States. Uh, It's in Halifax. The next episode we're reviewing is in (laughs) Halifax. It's funny because we, well,
0: last summer we went to Halifax. We
1: did. And we drove by the exact arena where they had this Monday Night Raw. And uh, my daughter also was in Halifax uh, earlier this year. And they're going to have a Raw in Halifax. I love Nova Scotia. Oh, it's beautiful. It's
0: it. gorgeous. The roads are red. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Red sand. All of bro. a sudden you'll be driving and it's a normal gray road. And, and all red of a sudden sand. it's red. Yep. And you're like, whoa. Little red sand.
1: <laughs> red sand beaches. Uh, Yeah. It's pretty gorgeous over there. So yeah, we got Calgary under our belts. We got Edmonton under our belts. We got fucking Toronto under our belts. And we're going to have Halifax, Nova Scotia under our belts. But like I said, there's going to be crazy shit going down there later this year, and it could be in Montreal. Until next week, at TreeHillWF.podcast, on the Instas and the Ticks and the Talks, and also listening in on every single streaming services is what you can do, including
0: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio.
1: Oh, cute. fuck yeah. Montreal. Montreal. And I bid it. It sounded like you adieu. said
0: one tree hill.
1: Montreal, one tree hill.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> no, brother. But I bid you do,
0: And I say bye, bitch.